and welcome everybody to Locked On, a Rainbow Six ESL wrap episode number nine. We are in that beautiful time between ANZ Season 9 Pro League finishing in Rainbow Six and APAC Finals are very, very close. So we have a lot of stuff to talk about for the end of the season and previewing the coming weekend. Uh, We also have uh, almost some results from overseas, uh, including uh, EU and all that kind of stuff. This is starting to wrap up in the next couple of weeks as well. So we'll we'll see how close we are with that. There's some big news for Mantis to talk about tonight and just those beautiful fanatic boys getting all over Twitter with their beautiful pictures. Uh, They love the lovely (laughs) people. Uh, so let's get straight into it. Uh, this is locked on Rainbow Six ESL wrap. Like I said, we are concentrating on all the ESL news or esports news in the Rainbow Six community, uh, mainly in Australia, New Zealand, and then all around the world when we can. I am Wilco, and joining me tonight is just Butters. We do not have Dockers, unfortunately. Time schedules did not work. But Butters, how are you, mate? Yeah, I'm pretty good. Pretty good. Uh, got to knock off work early today, although I came home and did work from home. For a couple of hours, um, and then you did work for podcasts for a couple yes, of hours as well. So. I spent spent so, a few hours uh, finishing up the podcast, making sure it, all the audio was good to go, and hmm. it wasn't horrible. And yeah, it was it was good. For those of you who don't know, we are going on a hiatus for about two weeks, so we'll be back on the twenty fifth of April, just before the raid hits for the Division Two for the Tom Clancy podcast. Um, we may be back before that for esl wrap we'll talk about that fairly soon but we yes. do have uh on coming up for the esl wrap fans we have an interview with me one-on-one with dev Marta uh, about his trip to the invitational plus uh, the oceanic cup and just a few things about being a caster and um, his predictions for the apac finals which are coming up this weekend so that is pretty cool and for your tom clancy fans we have some stuff with Sitrip radio and Bombsell Jacket's coming up for you, so look out for them on the feeds fairly soon. Indeed. But we're here tonight to talk Rainbow Six and we what are. a finish to the season. Um, oh, yeah. Top two results uh, pretty much as expected. Not yep. as close as we expected, I guess, uh, to end up the season with a draw between Fnatic and Orglis. And now Fnatic gets number one seed on... Uh, the mini pool results or mini group results, which I yep. believe is because they beat Orglis, um, so they get the uh, overall, they get the yeah, advantage I'm, going into. I'm not entirely sure how that all works out, but I think that all that makes logical sense is, yeah, they beat Orglis. They but... look at the matches between Orglis and Fnatic, but if we're wrong, get on to later. But yeah. um, the for and against actually went for, for Orglis, so it's a shame um, that they didn't quite get there, getting that one more seed again after they Atletico, as Atletico got it in the end of Season mm-hmm. 8 going into the APEC. I, I, still, I still say just because of uh, pretty much everything being for Orglis, they're still the number one seed in my heart. Yeah, but <laughs> either way, these were the two teams that were going to get exactly. through, yeah. um, and, and they did. Um the, the big sort of thing that happened, though, was Mind Freak, which was the ex-Darksided, mm-hmm. coming into third, I guess. Oddity holding down yeah. that third or second spot really all season until the second half really let the ball drop and um, Ooh, yeah. Mind Freak uh, came up to clinch that second place right at the end. So mm-hmm. or held on to it basically right at the end. Uh, Oddity uh, survived some very harrowing last-minute uh, last minute matches, including our seventh draw for the season, 
uh, which is phenomenal uh, to actually equal with a van, but go ahead of them again once again on, uh, I assume, the mini uh, group system. So they end up with fourth mm. place. So congratulations to Oddity for a, a solid season. Um, Indeed, yes. But event gaming, I, I reckon probably the shining light so far. I reckon they outperformed what they expected, especially mid-season. They weren't looking the best, but definitely came home strong yeah. well, at the end of the season. Yeah, they, they definitely pulled out um, towards the end of the season there. Like they, they did have a couple of good wins to start them off with, but then sort of everything went a bit sideways for them in the coming weeks. But uh, yeah, they came back uh, pretty strong towards the end, and specifically after that mid-season break where everything didn't quite go the way they wanted it to, but they kept going pretty strong. Definitely, and one of the teams that actually stayed uh, the same as what they started, pretty much. Yes. So, congratulations Indeed. on that on a topsy turvy <laughs> season. So- I just want to go go back to Oddity. Uh, two wins, seven draws, three losses. Mm-hmm. It's that's an amazing record. I, mm. I want to go back and see what the most record, uh, the biggest record for draws in the season were. But I believe we didn't have draws for a while there. Um, yeah, I think uh, for a bit there it was. Um, it's the new format this year was yeah. the one that changed. This season changed it. Uh, coming out of season eight finals, they announced the change. So yeah, so they're um, they're at least, well, they're definitely holding the record. holding record now. Yeah, <laughs> that's phenomenal. So but it'll be yeah. interesting to see what happens next season. That's it. Ex Nilio, which is the ex Mind Freak, um, yeah. they ended up on the season on eleven points and will hold their spot down for season ten. They will be returned uh, in season ten uh, when that does start up. Uh, yes. Unfortunately, TBD slash Monsters Inc slash Low Key uh, <laughs> end yes. up on eight points and are relegated down to the Challenger League, and they'll have to come through said Challenger League. Uh, to qualify yet again uh, hmm. for pro league, so I reckon we'll see them back in season eleven. I think they're strong enough. I definitely hmm. think they're strong enough. So it'll be interesting to see where the other teams come up, and they are getting a lot of matches under the belts. The old Challenger League teams with a few other different comps that are starting up. So it'll be very, yeah. very interesting to see who does fill in those final two spots, uh, and if the guys from Gentlemen in Underwear can get themselves together and get a proper team together again. And, yeah, they may have to start from Challenger League again, but you know if I they can, so as well. they can get it together before the start of season eleven, mm-hmm. not season ten. Sorry, um, yeah, I think they're on, only a, on season a ten team for very, Challenger. So, a team very close to uh, USM Heart with uh, the lovely Demuji in uh, being one of the community managers or community people for uh, Justice League. Mm. They are fighting around that Challenger spot and definitely are very hard looking to get into. Uh, the pro league as well. So there's a lot yeah. of teams, there's a lot of people sniffing around too, a lot of orgs are sniffing around. So uh, we'll wait and see what season 10 looks like uh, when yes. we get to season 10 later on this year. So uh, pretty crazy times. But that is a season. We are done. It's APAC is all wrapped up. Unfortunately, the other other teams, so the other divisions aren't wrapped up as yet. Yeah, it's still um, uh, about three weeks worth of games. Yeah, about the 27th of April we'll have full results. So by the time we get back, uh, probably the episode after that, we'll have a full Season 9 finals preview because we'll have all the teams uh, mm. locked in. Now, the other cool thing that came out was Siege GG dropped a full Season 9 ANZ player stats list 
for oh, yeah. us to peruse over and oh my god there's colors um there is numbers and it's all exciting <laughs> stuff so ethan man that boy from Orglis, oh, yeah. can he not die he's uh, uh number one uh anz pro league player Yes, that is an amazing effort. So congratulations, mate. Uh, playing as mainly as Zofia and Jaeger. Yep. Uh, topped the numbers with a 1.9 kill D ratio uh, and a, a rating of 1.4, which is significantly mm. better than his nearest competition of 1.24, which is Emo Rin. Uh, yes. <laughs> also from Orglis. And you can see here why Orglis uh, was so good. So even their third uh, placed Derpe um, at 1.15 rating is still in that top five, top yeah. six sort of players for the league. So top yeah. three players taking up top six places in the league is just phenomenal. So yeah. um, a lot of Thermite being played I'm seeing here too uh, during yeah. the season. Yeah. Uh, some interesting smoke is also one of the, the more regular picked as well. So if you're looking for some... Yeah, characters to pick. Looking back over a lot of the uh, the pro league games I've seen, uh, specifically Smoke, uh, is yeah, one that I've seen a lot there. of. So it's just handy for when you you know you're getting breached, just to put a little bit of guesswork into oh, yeah. the opposition. But yeah, just going back to Ethan there, that's a plus seventy five on his deaths over his kills over deaths. Um, for one hundred and fifty rounds, he killed one hundred and fifty-one people, and he died eighty-three mm-hmm. times. That's some serious effort. That is uh, um, well, well better than what I could ever do. Ever, I do. I, mean, I did like the tweet out. God Legion from Oddity put put out the fact that um, he didn't. No, he no. It was Todd Toddity. Sorry, mm-hmm. God Legion did plant four times. Toddity didn't plant once. Um, no clutches for God Legion though, which I thought no, Toddy did get that clutch at the end of the season though. Yeah, so. he did. Um, so of that though, Cooper from Avant actually got the most clutches with five, which is a phenomenal effort. And Cutie from Mind Freak slash Dark Side, ten plants, top of the table for the season. That's a lot of plants. Like that is a very good effort. That you can tell they've got a strategy of we're going to get this guy to plant and that's what we're going to try and do. So, um, and those little things, not a main strategy, but that's, that's a clutch. They go back to at times you would think. So, well, once you get the plant down, then you can pull out of the area as long as you've got eyes on Mm -hmm. the thing. It's a big part. Oh, it is. All of a sudden you're in the, um, attacking spot at that stage. Also the defending spot. So, and then, yeah, the defenders are like, Oh shit, we've got to find it. Got to take it out. Actually, sorry, he wasn't the top. I'm just looking now. I just quickly saw a diesel from Orglis with 14. Oh, uh, Jesus. That number Come, come with, down, Orglis. Let someone else get some top <laughs> with ones. A, with a Habana as the main as well, yeah. which is pretty impressive. You, you are looking most of these teams just, just quickly for the diffusers. Okay, so you've got four, a diesel on 14 from Orglis. You've got Cutie on 10 from um, Mind Freak. You've got nine for Vinny from uh, Oddity. Oddity's not so bad. It's pretty spread out, but seven yeah. for Vicious in event. They've very much got a planter by the look of it. Yeah. Um, where we go to Oddity, really, there's nine, three, five, five, four, four, and a zero in there. So they do spread around a lot. But uh, going back to Fnatic, um, Aces on six, Lusty on five, Rizraz on four. Um, it's sort of, they do spread it out fairly evenly. Mm. So. But look, 
sort of paints a target target on say diesel's back going into season 10 they know he's going to plant so take him out if you see him coming forward you make sure you you, you've got to block him for sure i guess that does reflect in his rating as well as a 0.88 so he's he's taken quite a few kills or deaths Mm -hmm. sorry a few shots there so um apparently they already knew he was the planter (laughs) (laughs) the the big other thing that stands out here is fanatic Mag is the least rated person in Fnatic, which is phenomenal to think about for, mm. for starters, but it's still 1.05. So he's still better than the worst of TBD. He's still better than the majority of X. Don't you mean the best of TBD? Yes, sorry. Yep. He's better than the best of TBD, uh, which is the low-key mm. guys. He's better than all but one of all but JCZ, uh, JCs of Alex Nelio. All better than all better than all but Luna yep. from Avant. Which congratulations, Luna! That's a great season for you. It is. Um, it's amazing. Yeah, really good stuff. So. Step it up for next season. Want to see you guys yeah. top three? Let's go. So you you can see there like better than everyone in Mind Freak except for Ippy Styling where he's equal. Yep. So, as far as ratings goes, if you've got Magnet as your weakest player, like, oh yeah, <laughs> no wonder you're getting two finals every single time. So, I guess that's the main thing to jump out. Nothing else really jumps out there for you. Not really. No, it's just it, it is interesting to see that um, you've got the top two teams there, uh, Fnatic and Orglus, and Orglus is by far uh, the best with their say top three players mm. that they've got which is yeah, Ethan, Emo and Derpe um, but across the board uh, Fnatic have spread that pretty good so you can see that they're they're not really uh, they don't really have a carry Yeah. whereas um, all the other teams it's quite evident that there's one person in there aside from maybe uh, Event and TBD uh, there's always that one person that's carrying a bit uh, Mind Freak as well, sort of, it's spread evenly. Um, so quickly, you're just going back to August for a sec. Diesel mm-hmm. and Silex were the late inclusions after yeah. Specker left, wasn't it? So yeah, yeah. That they are the lowest rated people in August, so they've got the most improvement to do, and August equaled the top of the table. So that is a huge point mm-hmm. there as well. But and considering Diesel, I assume fourteen, that those fourteen plants were actually for. Uh, the team he was with before. Yeah, I can't remember who Diesel came from now. Good yeah, God. It was Dark Sider, but I'm not gonna say it. So <laughs> but yeah, it, it it. sort of goes to show that um the top performing team for the the season, they're all sort of relatively even. Yeah. Whereas um say two and down you can see a bit of a an unhealthy spread through mm-hmm. the players that they've got there. A lot of that maybe they're coming in late so they don't quite have uh, the mindset that they need to be playing pro league or something to that degree, but yeah, it just it shows that. Um... Can I just point out something? Yeah. The Specker's stats for headshots: point six seven, compared to the nearest best is point five eight, I guess, with Derpe, which is still significantly higher than the majority of the field. Like, oh yeah, it, there's a reason that. Fnatic knocked on Specker's door. Mm. Um, 
hundred percent. He's a lethal agent. He is. <laughs> so, hundred um, percent. And yeah. So I guess the other thing is the the best clutch of the season. Like I said, mm. we got Cooper and um, Ethan. Like these are the guys you want on your side. So yeah. event, I, I'm really really looking forward to how they come come up better as a team yeah. next season. Especially looking at their stats, how how weak they've really performed considering but mm. how well they looked at the end of the season. So the uh, worst thing that happened to them was the end of the season, unfortunately. Oh, yeah, definitely. But, yeah, it'll um, be interesting to see where they, they come next season. I'm, I am hoping uh, probably top three, if not top four. I'd give them top four. Yeah. I don't know if I'll get top three yet. I don't know. I don't know. I mean, all they got to do is get some practicing in and uh, they'll they'll surpass probably Mind Freak and Oddity. But yeah, they just got to knuckle down depends. and get stuck into it, really. A, if they keep Luna, uh, and B, if they work around her. Yeah, that's the thing as well. Really... If they can manage to keep hold of who they've got, because she wasn't really confident going to the start of this season, from no. what I, from what I've heard, and like she's pretty much blossomed as a player yeah. this season. So, uh, if they can start working around her a lot more uh, and, and getting some better yeah. plays there, then definitely, and, yeah, top four I can yeah. see. Top three is a push, but we'll see. But, Again, it sort of comes down to they've got that even spread between uh, the player ratings. Yeah. So they just need the to key. they just need to boost their players up, up and they'll yep. be good to go. And like I said, I think the start of the season stats probably drag down the end of the season stats. Yeah. So it's painting a little bit worse picture than probably what is really there. Um, so let's go into the bracket is now released for the APAC finals, which, like I said, are this weekend. So the 13th, mm-hmm. 14th of april which is my wedding day so i can't really watch much of it but um nor can i unfortunately yeah sorry about that you, terrible decision terrible wedding. decision <laughs> sorry about that everyone uh but it is live in sydney so last i heard tickets were half sold uh tickets are sold, sold out, out completely 100 yeah, so, uh, unfortunately you'll have to watch that hopefully they do present it live this time uh they did for the last round Last match day of the season, yeah. Uh, so there's potential there that they do get the, the do it from the studio. So we'll wait and see on that. However, let's go through the bracket. Indeed. Nora has to be going in as favourites for for this uh, against Ageless um, in the first round. Now they're the um, Taiwan, not Taiwanese. They're the Japanese, the Japanese. Japanese. Norango is Japanese. Ageless, oh, ageless. No, ageless is what I'm talking about. Sorry, uh, they are. No, 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 yeah, they're South Korean. South yeah. Korean, yes. So those two teams facing it off. Um, do you see anything but Nora taking it on? I guess that the difference will be they've got no Walker, but um, I still see them winning this match. Uh, yeah, I haven't really seen much of Ageless play, um, but having a look at where they came in on uh, the ladder for South Korea. Uh, they got half the amount of points that Mantis, now Cloud9, yeah. got. So I, I'm pretty sure Nora's got this one in the bag. Yeah. They are definitely the number two side out of South Korea, unfortunately. Yep. Uh, there is one way she... And we'll get onto them in a second, uh, talk about Mantis, because they've got some big news about them. But Xavier Esports versus August. I think Xavier is a bit of a... Chance here. Uh, I know August is looking really good at the moment, uh, and I also know that they're looking really good at LAN after they took out the Oceanic Cup. Yes. Um, and this is returning to said uh, area to play again, so they will have the home crown advantage here. Mm-hmm. They need to win this game. 
to prove who, their worth. But Xavier's looking really strong. Yeah, so Xavier's looking pretty hot at the moment. So uh, yeah. Xavier's I, one of those I'd teams. I'd almost that, tipped Xavier to get through here, yeah. to be honest. Xavier's one of those teams that you see pop up in like things like the uh, Invitationals and all that sort of stuff. Yep. They don't yep. get too far, but they're, they're always there on the international stage. So uh, hope. Hopefully, all of us get up over them, but I think I'm with you on this that Xavier yeah, are going to be. This is going to be a very close one. This will go the distance. And yeah. Um, and it'll be interesting to see if it is a them versus Nora semi final. I think that's going to be a very good game as well. I think Nora is still too strong, but yes. Xavier will really push them as well. So, um, what that means, we're pretty much. It, it, if you say so you, you see Nora getting right through the finals on that side of the bracket? I, I'm. I reckon they will. Um, Nora has proven a couple of times, I believe, that they're better uh, at the competitions than Xavier, at least. Uh, so I think, yeah, we'll see uh, see Norengo pull through to the finals. Yeah, when we get they there. are they are up on world level. Yeah, Xavier and August are on local level. But Xavier so is at well the top level, of that. But they're not quite full well. Yeah, like if you put Nora Ringo against any team in the world, there's going to be a good batch there. Oh, yeah. They may not win a fifty-fifty, like may not win every time, but they will definitely push it to the to the wire every time. Yeah, Xavier, you put them in, you probably think they're going to lose probably about eighty percent of the time. But there's definitely chances that they can win this. So there's that gap is what we're looking at here, when Nora's just that little bit above everyone else in the field and Fnatic is sort of there as well. You yes. need to see how August, now they're pushing Fnatic you know, on a local level, whether they can step up to that next level mm. and really um, take it to that. But And Xavier is in the same boat. We need these those two teams to be and, and a few others here to be pushing to be at world level to strengthen our whole, whole um, comp up mm. uh, and, and make us all stronger for it. So... Um, going to the quarterfinal number three, Fnatic v Cyclops. I, I, I hope Fnatic turn up and the good Fnatic turn up and, and they stomp Cyclops. Uh, Would be good. I don't know much about Cyclops, so that's the problem. Yeah, ha- having not seen uh, Cyclops play because I hadn't, haven't actually watched any of the Japanese uh, games at all, uh, but they were one point short of Norengo at the end of season. Uh, yep. They came in. So they've got the potential. Yeah, they came in with a, a seven wins, four draws, one loss, whereas Norengo had eight wow. wins, two draws, two losses. That is a pretty good yeah. record, to be honest. So they they could, uh, if Fnatic doesn't bring their their A game, uh, yep. it could be enough to topple. It's topple. Them. It is a match Fnatic has to win. Mm. Otherwise, you start to really question them. But um, they do need to win this game. Uh, remember, this is the World Finals. Uh, on the line here for the yes. you've got to make it to the to the to the grand final uh to qualify for that that's what everyone wants to do get two wins out of this land so they can progress to the worlds um yep quarter final number four mantis who is now congratulations mantis during the week announced that cloud nine has taken them on which i had conversations with people in the background that if a, an org didn't drop in and pick up mantis in after that invitational effort, mm. the world has gone mad, and Rainbow Six really should look take a hard look at itself. So yeah. Cloud Nine has jumped in, returned 
to or basically yeah, taken over Mantis now. So really good to see those guys getting the, the support that they need to take that next step mm. up to the next level. And after pushing G two in the invitational. So not pushing but looking good against G two yeah. anyway. And that then uh yeah, fills in the old Cloud Nine roster that Cloud yeah or the Rainbow Six roster that Cloud Nine used to have. Yes, uh, that's which, what I was I was gonna go into that but I wasn't hundred percent sure on exactly that situation. So. Yeah, so they, they ended up leaving um American dates always confuse me. Uh on the seventh <laughs> of January this this year they split up and most of the team became team, team reciprocity. Uh whereas yes. Goddess dropped back to Challenger for Elephant Gang. Okay, yep. cool. Um, so they are playing Aerowolf, uh, an Aerowolf perpetual uh, APAC final representative. Yep. Um, never really get far, I guess. Um, yeah, they're, tend to they're always there. Well, they just... always get beaten by the better side. Yeah. Like if there's a side that's going to win, it's a team. they beat Aerowolf. Yep. So maybe we'll so... see Cloud9 get through to the finals Cloud9 and win. Go the whole way. There's a potential for that, to be honest, if... If we do see Cloud9 v Fnatic in the semi and, well, Fnatic don't turn up, then mm. Cloud9 just walks through. But even if they do turn up, the strats that Mantis showed at Invitational are definitely strats that can beat Fnatic mm. on any given day. Definitely. So of the semifinals, these two semifinals, if, if they go either way, these semifinals are going to be hot and you mm. don't want to miss them. So that's they're the ones you you hundred percent. Well, um, I believe uh, Mantis Cloud Nine are the only team that's gone unbeaten in season nine. Season. But yeah, but that's a it's a four team comp. One of the teams dropped out, and yeah, I mean it's, it's not a strong comp. That's the unfortunate part of that. They, I'd like to see them in a stronger comp. hundred percent, definitely. But that happens. That but. that could also play some mind games against Aerowolf coming yeah. in, going, oh, they may have only played four games, but they won every single yeah. one of them. That's it, and and with with authority too. Mm. They also did win that fairly substantial prize money uh, before too. So, Yes. Let's move on to the finals. Um, if it goes, I don't even know which way it's going to go anymore. Uh, I was expecting going into this... I was thinking Noringa Fnatic as it generally tends to be. Um, mm-hmm. However, talking it over with you now, I think it could be a Cloud9 Nora, Cloud9 Xavier, maybe? Uh, I, I, I don't know. I reckon Noringa is going to get all the way through the finals. Um, I Even ha- without Walker? Oh, yeah, that's a good point. Um, They're a different side. Mm, they are. They have not been playing as good since Walker left. Um, yeah, I still think they may just scrape through if they get there. If not, it's going to be yeah, either Orglus or Xavier that's going to going to land in that final. Um, mm-hmm. But yeah, it, it's it's a hard one to call because there's been a lot of changes here and there, and um, Mantis has really been the only consistently performing team that we've got there uh, throughout the entire entire thing because again they're the only one that's gone 100 percent, no losses yeah but that being said they have only played four games this season so it'd be mm-hmm. it's a hard one to call um if Fnatic come in with their a game 
and keep it for the entire weekend, they will get to the finals and they may potentially win the finals. But yeah, it's it's tough to tell because Cyclops could could definitely put them yeah, through can. the ringer. But either way, it's it's getting to that finals. That's the key. Every team that's there, those eight teams are just trying to get to the finals. Mm. Uh, whether they win or not is cool, excellent, but they want to get to those finals. Get on the world stage, have a crack at the season nine uh, final in somewhere or other. I can't remember. Italy? Italy this time? Oh, I don't um, remember. It's a good question. We get an APAC final very, very soon. Actually, uh, sorry, an APAC region grand final very soon, which mm-hmm. would be really cool to see. It will be. Um, okay, so look, that's the APAC finals coming up. Um, we won't go into too much because Doc uh, isn't here and he usually talks about the overseas stuff. There, there's things happening. G2 is probably not going to make the finals. Uh, yeah, it's not looking good for the week. Not looking good. No. Uh, American, North American uh, table looks fin- crazy. It's going to be a huge finish to that team reciprocity holding on to second just at the moment. So uh, keep an eye out for for that kind of craziness. Evil Genius, Dark Zero, uh, all there and thereabouts. And even Space Station Gaming is almost there as well. So uh, in Latin America, Face Clan, um, Immortals, Look the goods, but Ninjas in Pajamas and Team Liquid still have a potential chance there yes. as well. So. I'd like to see Team Liquid get in that, that top two again. Um, mm-hmm. Having seen uh, the efforts that they've put in throughout uh, the last few years, with uh, spe- specifically with Zig uh, being, I think he is the oldest um, Pro League gamer for Rainbow yep. Six at the moment, and He's still uh, bringing the the hurt, as it were. Mm. Um, Definitely. So yeah, it'd be good to see them get through. Uh, but yeah, it'll be interesting, interesting to see what happens because they are all very close. No, they are. It's, it's some good good stuff coming up. Like I said, most of them wrap up by the April twenty seventh mark. Yep. Uh, so we'll have full coverage of that once it's all done. Uh, so that is the podcast for tonight that's all we need to really talk about uh, a little bit longer than expected but that's okay um thank you very much butters for joining me tonight no uh, worries where can people find you if they want to find you mate uh, you can find me on twitch and twitter at mr buttersocks uh other than that hit me up on mrbuttersocks.usm on new play if you want to play some games sweet you can find myself at ultrasupermega.com.au uh under wilco's chill zone uh, discord.ultrasupermega.com.au is the link to get to the Discord or lockedonlads.com slash Discord is another way to get there as well. But like I said, Wilco's Chill Zone on all the places, uh, all that kind of stuff. So check out the Tom Clancy podcast that also airs on the same RSS feed where we talk about the Division 2 Ghost Recon Rainbow Six actual news and information as well. Uh, so that is the other thing on the feed. So check them both out. Uh, the Megacast, which is my other podcast, is on hiatus at the moment, but we'll be back fairly soon. So keep an eye out for that. But like I said, we're on two weeks holiday for the moment or just under two weeks holiday. Uh, we'll be back just after Easter. and um, But you will have content between now and then in the likes of some interviews with uh, Dev Marta, the beautiful uh, ANZ caster, that is now on the world stage through the invitational that he went to. So Indeed. Uh, check that out and an interview with Sitrep Radio, which is a Division 2 podcast, and the hosts, the two main hosts of uh, Bombshell Jackets, Tix and Remy, which is another Division 2 podcast. They'll be coming in our two-week holiday, so keep an ear out for them. Yep, but yes. otherwise, 
have a great time all have a great easter and thank you everyone who's been wishing me well for the wedding and we'll be back after that have a good one guys catch ya bye Time to pack it up. My work is done.